Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances, whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Girl, I am just so glad that you survived the outage of 2021 a couple of months ago, or what was it? I mean, seriously, Instagram went down, Facebook went down, and people are still talking about it. Girl, I was so happy that shit was down. (laughs) Honey, that was like a free day for you. Well, so, but tell people the background why. Well, for a lot of different reasons. First of all, work. In my position, you know, I oversee a lot of like different social media accounts, but you know, it, it was like a break. It was like social media is down, guys. There's nothing I can do. You know what I'm saying? My boss is probably like, really? You liked it? But I couldn't control it. But it was a little break. It wasn't like, go, 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 go. But I was actually happy that people had to get off, had to disconnect, like, stop. Enough is enough. Like, y'all, y'all don't get enough of this bullshit. I felt so, like it was a sign. It was a sign. The song saying yes, like my mom says. You know, like it was, I felt like it was a sign. There are too many people who are consumed with social media. And, you know, I remember going over to Twitter to check because I was trying to post something. I think I forget what I went to like a concert for the first time, but when I do something exciting, I feel the need to share it with everybody. Yeah, me too. Trust me. Like I've done it a million different helicopter ride, share, petting some tigers, share, (laughs) riding an elephant. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> sure. like, girl are you out of your mind these people need to see i'm living my best damn life out here right right if it wasn't posted on instagram no it didn't happen right so no but that's like in the middle of me posting i feel like the internet went down or no it, like all of instagram went down and everything and then i was just like oh my gosh there were so many frames that i had put up that got lost that didn't get by the end of it i was like fuck it you get what you get that's it that was the concert you got three frames uploads i don't know what to tell you people that was it. But, you know, I think that it gave me a broader perspective. And now um, it gave me a habit that I've started doing, which I actually really love. So prior to, yeah, prior to the outage, prior to the outage, I told you I've been going to my library, right? 
And no, I, why? The local library, live in person? Girl, you don't even know this. No. I'm telling you right now, I am a That's freaking- where it's at? library nerd my library is popping honey i'm not even kidding you they what's, have everything what's going down in the library Tell they me. got movies they got games they got um all kinds of new releases uh, every book that you could ever pop the mariah book i read it from my library absolutely oh, anything wow. you got a good library my library when i drive by it looks like it hasn't been updated since 1975 the Side. go inside girl they got programs i'm not even kidding you you go, alone really, or you go with the kids i go both i i do both so like basically now what i've been doing is in my purse i've been holding um a paperback book like whatever book it is and i will only read it when i'm out and about like in my car like so let's say i do drive up at target mm-hmm. instead of scrolling on my phone mm-hmm. and getting all lost in social media I put my phone down and I read and I get to read three, four five pages. Then the next time I'm in the car and I have to wait, like, if, you know, my son had basketball tryouts, uh, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, I had to sit in the car and wait for him to come out. I sat in the car and I read three, four five pages. It takes me longer to get through a book, but I don't know why it feels like I'm doing something for me. I just feel like it doesn't feel so trashy, right? Wasteful. Don't you feel wasteful That's- now? Carolina, yeah, I do. And you know, my social media habits have changed a lot, like within the last year and a half, but for sure. The other day I scrolled and I was just like, I was like, I hate social media because I just saw so much phoniness and so much like, you know, weirdness and just, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I closed it. And you know, now I go two, three days without posting. And I used to post sometimes four five, six times a day, celebrity news pictures. You're my goal. But now it's just like, I need more substance in my life. And guess what? Social media is not giving me any substance. I was happy for the outage. I was like, come on, people do something nice. Say a prayer, read a book, go for a walk, take, you know, I have to walk my dog every day. This damn dog. I'm like, you know, I got to walk her every single day, twice a day, you know? So like I normally get outside and I get my fresh air and everything like that. But you know, the one thing that I will say, my mom was texting me. She's like, Carolinita, and I said, mom, Instagram is done. She goes, Ay, pero WhatsApp también. I didn't realize that WhatsApp was connected to it. So it's like, yeah, everybody, they own it, everything together. See, I didn't. And that's where the realization came to me. And I was like, these people got us because she wanted to talk to my cousin Sandrita in Nicaragua. They were in the middle of do- arranging something. My mom is going to, my mom is heading back down and she's like, in the middle of a conversation with Sandrita and she's like scared because she thought something happened to her. And I said, no mom. And that's where I realized I said, everything is down mom. Like everything is down. And so it's like, there are those people who I feel like are addicted to social media because they want to see like, and I'm just making this up like, and no, no um, dig to the Kardashians or like whoever their celebrities are that they're obsessed with. They go there for that. But then there are people who really use like WhatsApp as a lifeline. You know what I mean? Because my, my mom, me, mama, she lives in Florida, right? But she travels a lot to Dominican Republic. She only calls me on WhatsApp. I'm like, mom, where are you? I'm Why do they do that, honey? Why You're does like, my mom do that? She's got an iPhone. You live in Miami. Call me hey, on the regular phone. Igual, igual. Mi mama llamándome por WhatsApp. I'm like, mom, pero por qué tú no me llamas regular? Call yeah. me regular. You have an AT&T plan with an iPhone. Like, why am I on WhatsApp rating quality of schools? Yes. I know. And then it's like my WhatsApp has a bunch of memory now because she's sending me all kinds of memes and videos like the it's Friday video with the little kid with a beer. Yeah. You know, yes. Do you know, do you know my mom sent me like a long prayer through WhatsApp? 
And I played it and I stopped it. And she was like, oh, so you're just not going to watch it? Oh, yeah, porque te pueden ver. They, they see everything. Girl, you I see everything. I was like, oh, my God. She really saw that I didn't watch it. And I was going to reply and lie and be like, great message. Thank you. I could tell it was like a, a church sermon or something. And she was like, okay, so no lo vamos a mirar. Está bien, no hay problema, gracias. I was like, wait, oh. honey, do you think they're doing that to keep tabs on whether or not we pay attention to them? I just realized this. My mom needs so much attention. My mom has five kids, right? Yeah. She needs to talk to all five kids, like almost every day. Like it's a constant rotation. You know, she's 70, <laughs> she's tired, she's bored. Girl, 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 girl. And it's like an hour at a time. I'm like, okay, so this woman probably spends like, Four or five hours a day talking on the phone. You ask my, honey's honey's mom, what's your what's your hobby? WhatsApp? Yeah, WhatsApp is my hobby. Llamando los hijos mío por WhatsApp, averiguar qué tan y para decirle to talk to us about things we upload too. Because you know, my mom with social media, she doesn't want us to upload anything that would make her look bad. She don't get it. Yeah, nah. Mira, my mom, you know, she confronted me about bathing suit pictures. She was Why? like, she was like, mira, mi hija. Tú eres una mujer profesional, una mujer establecida. Yo uh -huh. no sé por qué tú subes foto en traje de baño. Eso, eso no se ve bien. Ya tú eres una mujer profesional. Por favor, no suba foto en traje de baño. Like, I'm like, what do you mean, mom? I'm on vacation. She's like, no, I don't want to see you in a bathing suit on social media at all. I'm like, Pero oh. no sabe que las mujeres ahora sí pueden ser profesional y pueden poner o subir uh, fotos en vestido de baño. You know what I mean? Like that has, oh. the one doesn't have anything to do with the other, but that's like old school mentality. You yes. know? Ella lo ve como una vergüenza que yo, she's like, tú eres una mujer que fue a la universidad, tiene un buen trabajo. ¿Por qué tú pones fotos en traje de baño? Eso, eso es bajo. Eso es vulgar. Like she says, vulgar. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, she says that. Like, that's vulgar. That's low class. Like, get it together. You guys, you guys, I was on my I was on my story one day and I said, Oh, that's some bullshit. My mom goes, y aja mal hablada? ¿Qué pasó? Married women with kids still being reprimanded about what they post on social media. I wonder if our followers get a lot of shit from their families too. Oh, see, you just said shit. So your mom's gonna talk to you about that. She's gonna say, honey. At uh, five minutes and 32 seconds of your podcast, you said the word shit. <laughs> But see, the funny thing about you, your mom, which I think is like very interesting because my mother would love to see me post a bathing suit photo of myself. I am just way too insecure to do it. And my mom tells me, Yeah, están pasando los años. And she'll say, she'll say, do it now because then later on you won't be able to do it anymore. She's like, she encourages me to put bathing suit pictures up of myself. And I said, mom, I don't want that kind of attention. I don't want like, you know, and not, I'm not saying anything about you. I'm saying me. you guys know, like I'm in my head and my mom will be like looking at other people and she'll say, you know, but you work so hard for your body. You know, you work so hard. You need to post it because your kids will never get to see you like that ever again. You're getting older. And it's just so funny how my mom, she'll always say to me, she'll say, uh -huh, y esa camisa, te lo vas a poner para salir con tu esposo. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. She wants you to be sexy for Mark. She wants me to be sexy. And I'm like, mom, okay, cool down. You know, like, cause she adores my husband. And I'm like, he's fine, mom. He doesn't need to see my tetas every day, okay? And she's like, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, yes, honey is shaking her tatas right now, and that's exactly. Mom what wants from you. 
my mom wants me to shake my tatas in front of him. Wait, so wait, really quickly. And I know we're supposed to talk about social media, but you guys know I got my boobs redone, right? Like, you know, I had to get them replaced. 17 years, these tatas were in here. Okay. So when I go, I call my mom uh-huh. and I said to her, I go, mommy, I'm going to get my, um, my breast implants replaced and everything. She's like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. E, e Mark, get these in Mark. And I said, Mark, what does Mark have to say about it? I have to get them replaced, you know? And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. E, e, get them on you. She goes, what size are you going to get them? And I said, I- I'm getting them just exact. I want to be exactly the same. I didn't want to change my bras. Like I pay a lot of money for my, you know what no, I mean? Like I said, girl, you go bankrupt having to replace all them damn bras. Them damn bras. That's what I said to her. I go, I want to go like right around the same area. And she's like, Ay, más grande para tu esposo porque a él le gustan las tetas grandes. And I said, mom, mother, like she basically called out my husband because my, my husband, Mark loves big boob guys. He's a boob guy. And even he said to me, he goes, you, you going to get, you going to get them a little bigger. And I said, no, I'm not going to get them. I'm the one that has to freaking live with them. The checkbook. He's like, how much I got to cut this check for? <laughs> so it was just so, fu- it's just so funny how different like our moms are and how like they want you to put things out there and how they don't want to put, you know what I mean? But I feel like they send mixed messages all the time. Yeah. You know, like my mom's problem with social media is my tias. She bickers yes. about sisters. Okay. They're always going back and forth. Whose kid is more successful? Who got married? Whose kid? It's has- always a competition. It's it a is- constant competition. So it's like I'm I'm making her lose if I post something. It's <laughs> like it's it takes a point away from her. So it's not even about me. It's more about her. You're and- right. With Facebook, oh, pusita esa foto, te ve muy, te ve, like she fights with my sister. She's like, oh, no te ponga foto with eyelashes and and hair and fake hair, like. I don't like the way that looks on social media. You know, you're doing too much. And she was who Bella Bella's yeah. gorgeous. She tells her to tone it down. She wants her to post more natural pictures. She wants, she, she wants to control everything we post on social media. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And that's where I think that it's become too much a part of our lives. Like, because think about it before, like, you know, let's say you lived away from your mother. Like I said, my mom lives in Miami. Right. And so like your mom would never be aware back in the day, let's talk about the eighties and the nineties. Like, you know, like if your mom lives somewhere else, you could kind of live your life and you know, they would come and visit every now and then and not get too in the mix. But now I'm telling you, my mom saw a video of me dancing with Noah. And she said, it was, was months ago. She was like, I like it when you dance with Noah. You need to do that more often. You need to go out there. You need to show people that you have moves. And I'm like, mom, I'm not trying to become a dancer. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she's, she's crazy, but I love her. I love her that she wants me to live. Like she wants me to shine. You know what I mean? I love that. And you know, you shouldn't get any negativity from your mom. You know, my mom is, is very toxic for some of us. Well, I think there are some moms who really dissect, they, they really look at their kids and, and you know what, you brought up something that is very true. It's like, you know, I think that a lot of times people are afraid that they will get criticism for what their children do on social media. You know what I mean? So that's where I feel like your mom is affected, you know? is but it's like mom listen we're all professional everybody's doing good financially like what more do you want from us stop with this facebook obsession well facebook is an issue for me okay because i will tell you this like there are a lot of there's a lot of negative news on facebook and i actually took the time 
over the pandemic to go through my Facebook because I haven't for a long time. And it wasn't like I was really following any sites or any accounts that were like terrible, but it's just people, people who were posting or reposting, like, you know, when they have those like sensitive things, like before you, you view it, uh, uh-uh, I'm too fragile. I don't need to see that shit. You know what I mean? But you know, with Facebook is I read an article and it said Facebook is one of the biggest source sources of misinformation, you know, and you know, they said one of the issues is you got old people, they see shit and they just share it, share, it. share it. false news, just all day sharing it, negative news, false information about the vaccine, about COVID girl. I couldn't deal with it with the, thank God people slowed down with the whole, like, you know, vaccine misinformation and everything. Oh man. No, I know. It was bad. It got to a point where I just really like had to just log off. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
like I have a friend who anytime a story is in the news, you remember, and God bless her soul. I mean, this was just a terrible story, but you remember the Gabby Petito story? Yes. From the, the girl from Long Island and, yeah, you know, disappeared. So, she was a fan. Yeah, I remember that. I have a friend. She will literally follow like the hashtag. She wants to know. It's like called, it's called like doom scrolling, where you only get like this news. And I said, what does that do for your psyche? Like I, I can't, I can watch it on the nightly news for they, what they devote maybe two minutes to the story or whatever. And that affects me. Like she'll spend all day, like looking so she, at theories and she's like an investigative reporter through social media on her. For sure. She's that, one of those. That got to drain you because you know what, even like when we have these big breaking news stories about, you know, cops killing black men like mm. that, affects me it hurts me it, it it's a lot i can't watch those videos i would never be like okay let me watch george floyd you know be murdered i would never mm -hmm. watch that watch it and rewatch it one time is enough for me for my heart for my soul so you know social media can do a lot of damage you know that story in particular i had heard the story and i had i had avoided seeing the video for about a week and unfortunately for me, I had, I had actively, actively tried to not see it. Cause I was like, I, I can't watch this. Like, I, I can't watch the it. Chills thinking yeah. about it because it's just like, you watch it. It stays with you. Like, yes. I still, I close my eyes. I still remember his face. I can't even you talking about it right now. It's too like explicit for me. Right. So like, that's why I feel like we have let this thing. It's a monster kind of take over. But then at the end of this podcast, you're going to hear us say, oh, don't forget to follow us at Li Spanglish and at the real Carolina and at I am honey German, because it is such a part of our lives. Now I think Forever. regulation away, it's not but, going but I think you got to put up boundaries though. You know what I mean? And like, we discussed this in an episode a couple of weeks back or, or you know, um, just this season about like whether or not I would let my kids have Facebook and stuff like that. Hell to the nah, hell to the nah, nah, nah. Like, you know, no way am I going to introduce this stuff to them because it is very difficult. So you've got to find those boundaries. You have to find your safe space and use it for where it will fulfill you or, or fill your cup. You know what I mean? Because there were people who were straight losing it when they couldn't get on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, I saw, I saw the memes. People were like, I'm like, yo, remember when we didn't have this? Go back to how you were before you had this. But some people were born into this, you know? People that were born in 2000, they've never not had social media. It's so true. And they've never had to deal with like, I mean, that you see all of the memes that tell you like, you'll never know what it was like to have dial up a modem. You know, you don't know the pain of AOL. Girl, when I, when I, when you would download a virus onto that family computer, girl, Game it was over. a wrap for you. It was a wrap for you. Absolutely. It was a wrap, but like, no, you know, now I just think that like, that was such a, a lesson and that's why I've been adopting. Like I, you know, magazines, when's the last time that you read a magazine, honey German, you know, up until like five years ago, I used to subscribe to a couple of magazines. Me too. I feel like I consume everything off of social media, like articles. And I feel like so many celebrities are sharing their own news. I'm having a baby or I got married. So it's like, why pick up a magazine when it's like, it takes one month to publish when I already learned everything I needed to learn on a daily basis. But I used to love magazines. I used to Oprah magazine was one of my favorite. I always subscribed to it. 
she's always been one of my idols. I aspire to be like her, you know, what she's done with her life. You know, it's crazy. The other day I was thinking, you know, I always think about kids and I'm like, Oprah didn't have no damn kids. And she is the richest woman in the world. So successful, so happy. And she gives back in so many different ways. I'm like, let me just keep thinking about Oprah. Every time I, I think about, oh, what happened to my kids? Oprah decided she didn't want no kids either. Absolutely. And her life is full and her life is, and that's the thing you don't like whatever people have as the, um, model, it's Mm -hmm. not for everybody. It's It's not not for everybody. This life journey is it's yours on you and you can design it. Like speaking about lifestyle, can we talk a little bit about people catfishing on social media? Sorry. Oh, geez. Who's catfish? No, you know, what's happening is the hat fishing or mask fishing mass fishing what's that what's that because somebody looks good you just see their eyes but then they, they have that mask on and mm-mm, oh, it's, okay. not good. The mask? it's not good that's mask fishing Girl, i would never trust i would never trust none of them. <laughs> but for men it's different because if you got ass and titties they fine they don't care yeah. how your mouth looks or how your nose looks they so, don't care no. but for women nah i need to see your face i need to see if i was single out here i need to see what your face looked like i'm not giving you my number with a mask on i'm sorry I don't even know what it is about people. Like, how do you keep the lie up, the catfishing lie? Like, I would, I, I, I'm just not that good. I wouldn't be able to follow my own lie that long. I know people, I see people like, and I'm like, you know, people I know, and I'm like, they'll post and I'm like, but that's not your car. That's such and such's car. Or, you know, or they'll, I'm like, yo, what is going on? And it's men. It's not women. It's men I know from when I grew up, but then I know it, it's a group of men. I know them. Some of them have money. Some don't. And the ones that don't are the ones living the most lavish life. And the ones that do have the money don't even post on social media. They don't post. They don't have it. So this is so funny that you bring this up. The other day I had to go to the liquor store and I had to pick something up. And so I'm at the liquor store and I'm waiting to check out in line. And I look outside the window because there's like this big window in the front and there's this Porsche, but like a really funky colored Porsche. Like it was, it was beautiful, a beautiful car. I don't even know what model it was. I'm not a car person, but a beautiful like gorgeous car sitting in front of the liquor store. I kid you not. I saw this kid. He couldn't have been he early twenties. He gets up to the car, starts taking selfies of himself by the door on the hood, like not sitting on the hood, being very respectful. I might add, he was, he was actually very smart, but he took pictures of himself. Like he was propping up the camera and I, and I looked and I said, bless his heart. He is just He's went trying to flex. He's, he's trying he to flex on somebody else's car. Yo, and you know what? You know what the sad part is, Carolina? People eat it up. You will post it and people will be like, oh, where you got a Porsche? Oh, you lit. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whose it was, but it was just like, I looked at this kid and I said, well, you know, like if this is going to make his day, you know, it was just so funny to witness it though. Yo, you, you know what, Carolina? In Jersey, there's a place I think it's Teterboro or somewhere where you can pay to get on a private jet and take pictures. Nah, you don't nah. fly anywhere. People are doing this for Instagram. But why? But why? I, you, I, I fly Southwest. Nah, I'm in Group girl. B half the time. Well, <laughs> was on, on commercial the other day, like, and people that girl, people that live in Brooklyn with their mom are traveling to Jersey. People I know to take a picture in a private jet and be like PJ for the day. But that makes me so sad, honey. You it know? is happening and I know them and I see them and it, it, and it is happening. 
you know what it is? I think that we just put too much pressure on the material. You know, we put too much pressure on the appearances and, and that's the reason why, and this has been an argument that many people have said is that social media, it's a lie, you know? And that's the reason why I like to put out there, like when things don't, and I'm not the type of person that's like, Oh, everything goes wrong, but I do tell the truth. I'll be like, yeah, you know, I mean, whatever it is that's happening in my life, I give it to you guys. Right. And, and I really do pride myself on letting people see like the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that stuff. But what makes me so sad for these people. It's like, instead of spending, I don't know how, however much it is, let's say it's $200 to take a uh-huh. picture mm-hmm. instead of spending that $200 on taking a freaking picture for clout, go spend that 200 bucks and take a course on how to better yourself in whatever field you're trying to get in. You so can you really can make that money. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but people are so caught up in the moment. They want those comments and those likes today. Not when they graduate and can fly in a private jet, maybe it's like the instant gratification of social media, the constant praise and the desire to be, you know, admired is killing people. That's the phrase of the day. The desire to be admired. That's a fucking gem, honey, because it is so true. That is what people want. They want the praise. They want to look like they're these billionaires, but yet they don't have a pot to piss in. They got their car in their mom's name. You know, they they can't sign a lease because they have bad credit. And this is where we as a community have to do better. We have to teach our kids that that is the stuff that really does not matter, you know? And I mean, I think it's just so hard. You know, my kids even said to me, Noah, Noah plays a game on his iPad. It's some car game, you know, who knows? And he mm-hmm. says, mommy, I'm a billionaire. And I said, oh, really? And he says, yeah. And he's like, and that's the reason why I can have all of these cars. And I said, well, guess what? I said, uh, in real life, you are not a billionaire. Mommy and daddy are not billionaires. I said, and everything you see, and I'm pointing around the house, I said, is because we had to work very hard. I said, and you know what the number one step is to becoming a billionaire? And he says, what? I said, educating yourself, put all of your work into school. And that is where you get, you don't get it off of YouTube. Yeah. These kids, they might be making money. I said, but you find whatever it is that you're interested in and pour your heart and soul into it. I said, and that's how you're going to be successful. But it starts at eight. He's eight years old. He really does. And you know, what's crazy. It's like, I was, I'm like, yo, it's parents are the ones that are going to be responsible for fixing this problem that we have now. You know, how are we going to nip it in the bud? How are we going to get kids back to wanting to be firefighters, dentists, police officers, police officers? They want to be producers. They want to be TikTokers. They want to be YouTubers. What happened to regular professions? I feel like social media has these kids, you know, bugging. I'm going to be a, a I'm going to trade stocks. And I'm going to be gonna in the NBA. Sneakers. Yeah. A bunch of wild shit. I'm like, so we're not going to have no more teachers, no more lawyers, no more doctors. Carolina, it's on you. I want a doctor and a lawyer to come out of that household. Oh, well, you know, um, I've already said I will get a president out of one of these two. I will out of one of them. They will be, I don't care if it's a president of the fraternity, but they will be a president somehow. Bar has been set. Um, no, you know what it is. I just feel like there are so many people who are consumed by this stuff. And like, we have to make it a point. Like, for example, you know, you were talking about the people at Teterboro. I'm so cheap. I would get that toilet seat. Did you ever see the guy who did the toilet seat one? He was looking at the PJ. I, I, you, okay. You want to take a picture by the PJ? Go to Home Depot, buy yourself a $20 toilet seat. And then I'll, you, right we'll here? take some pictures. Like, <laughs> like how is, how is it shameful to crack commercial now? Like bro, social media has us so fucked up. Like now it's like, okay, 
forget a coach bag. It's like, unless you're unwrapping a Chanel bag for your birthday, girl, you are not lit. Like, you know, it's like your outfits. Like, don't get me started on women and the social media because we could talk about hours. There was an amazing meme that I saw the other day from an employee or not an employee. I think it was um, the flight attendant on Southwest announced, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, especially ladies, uh, we have tested. And yes, you can put your Gucci, your Prada, your Chanel under the seat in front of you. And if you if those were real, you wouldn't be flying Southwest. And and I said, I'm offended. I feel attacked. I fly Southwest and I have real bags. And the reason why I have real bags is because I saved my money flying on Southwest. So there you go. Listen to me, like my Gucci, my Fendi, my products is all real. And I'll be right on JetBlue shoving that shit right under the seat. I don't know what to tell you. I bring my dust covers. Don't play me. Um, you know, <laughs> Listen, don't nobody got private jet money. That's Jennifer Lopez. But it's social true. media got, got us so fucked up in the game, man. It it's, really does. We like got to bring it back. Yeah, no, for sure. Like people over here ashamed to put that there on JetBlue or Southwest. That's ridiculous. Like, where am I getting money to charter a private plane to go see my mom in, in Florida? Not nope. me. Not Thanks. this girl. You know nope. where I'm going to put that money? And the 529 for my kids' college. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to buy a $200 anytime, anywhere trip from <laughs> Southwest it. or girl, what, what's I, it called? And I'm not paying for no damn extra leg room. It's two hours to go see her. I'll be fine. I'll stretch. I'll walk whenever they turn off the seatbelt sign. No, you know what it is? It's just be smart with your money. And I'm not saying like we both like nice things. This is we not, do. it's we, and, you and, and I and, both do. And we probably both have it to spend it, but why am I going to be stupid? Why am I going to buy a $4,000 Chanel bag to put it on Instagram? Granted, yeah, I can use it, but where am I going? No, not no. every day. No, I'd rather buy, you know, something I can use on a daily basis. If I'm going to spend $4,000, girl, I'm going to use it every single day. Um, that $4,000 is going to go into my house. The siding is all messed up, girl. I got to pay these. Like, you know what I mean? So these are like real world problems. And I I know there are a lot of people who get very influenced or, you know, you you feel like the girl that you work with, Oh, Jackie came in, Jackie had a new, you know, Chanel bag. Well, you don't know what Jackie had to do for the new Chanel bag. You you're still popping in your MZ wallet. Don't worry about it. You know? Don't even trip. There are some people who can't even problem solve though on their own. And that's where I think it's like, that's where social media has really gotten into the psyche of people. You know, you know what you need to do to fix your problem. Just sit there, turn off the phone, turn off Facebook and and think about it. Exactly. All else fails, go to YouTube and ask the question. Oh girl, YouTube is my go-to source. I'm I'm a whole IT person. Thanks to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, wait mark we got a basketball hoop the other day and by the way i swear we are all over the place but we love you for listening this far if you have we got a basketball hoop the other day for the boys again saving money all right one okay, of our i want to see a video of you shooting hoops you and Noah. Oh, girl, i got skills though by the way i do, do? i got skills yeah i do yeah yeah, yeah. i'll love show you ba- i'll show you listen loving basketball going down over there <laughs> yes loving basketball that was a great movie um so we get this one of our neighbors beautiful family she has two daughters she had a basketball hoop uh that you could move like out on her thing and she has one that's like cemented in and so i said to her i go hey I go, you know are you still using your hoop because noah is has at the time was trying out for basketball and she was like oh my gosh no she goes take it. We don't need it. It'll actually like help me clear it out of my, you know, thing. So instead of going and buying a four or 500, you know, whatever, uh, basketball, we arranged to get somebody here to get the basketball hoop. It comes to our house. 
Mark is fixing it. Cause I said, let's fix it up for the boys. Let's clean it and make it nice. You know? Um, so we're cleaning it. Mark's trying to fix it. And he breaks a bolt. He honey, I've never seen this guy. He was mad, mad at himself. He was mad, mad at himself. He's like, I should have left alone. What was I thinking? And I go, let's just go to YouTube. I'm sure we can find a way <laughs> to fix the bolt. And he like, he wanted none of my input. He was like, so was furious. Like, I gotta fix this on my own. Get away. He just did. give me some room. And, and leave it to Mark Grossman. He found a way it's out there. Now the whole point being, it's like, yes, social media can be resourceful. It can be helpful. It okay. can really help you. But when you're relying on it and it's your crutch, or if it becomes like your appendage, that's where it becomes an issue. So anyway, you know what, look at the social media blackout as maybe a gift. Maybe we look at it that way. It, it really was. I was laughing. I was happy people had to actually go outside and be normal again. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
you want to take it to the salon today? Because we've been encouraging people to write to us. I want people to send their letters in. You know, I want to give them their, our input because we've been through some things, you know, whether it be relationship, work, money, you know, I'm always open to share, you know, and I always say, take my advice with a grain of salt. Like only if you ask for it, will I Mine offer too. it? You know, um, we did get a letter. So let's head to the salon and it says, um, it says, hello girls. I recently found your podcast and I instantly became obsessed. I haven't ever felt such a strong connection as I do with you all, all the cultural references. I had no idea how much I needed other Latino women to look up to. I could really use your advice. I'm from Mexico. My parents moved when I was a baby. They overstayed their visas. Um, I went to culinary school after high school and I've been working in the industry ever since. It's been so difficult to develop any kind of identity as an undocumented worker. I can't imagine moving to a country where I know very little about, but don't feel fully accepted here in the States. I feel like I can't make any career changes given my limitations. I can't travel, further my education, or even find a better job. I live in fear just thinking about driving. Wow. It's been difficult making any type of decision, whether it's about my career, education, or even just simply moving in with my boyfriend. He has DACA. How can I navigate through this? What would you do? Please help. Any advice would be truly appreciated. I love the podcast. Oh my gosh. This is from Sophia. Where do I even start? It, it, it's crazy. You know, because I can't relate. I'm not even going to go and be like, oh, I understand. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even know where to start. One thing I can say is, yo, yo, don't let this fear cripple you, you know? Don't. It's just like, I'm just proud that she went to school and she graduated. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has a boyfriend. She has a life. Now she just has to, you know, navigate, you know, the immigration status. Like, I would probably get a lawyer. Yeah. You know? So I understand yeah. lawyers are expensive, but also there's a lot of like grassroots and like nonprofit that really help Latinos minorities so probably you know, in your area in your city try to get in with a group because you know there is a lot even on social media there's a lot I follow a lot of accounts that I see you know are helping with young Latinos you know dreamers DACA like everything so I would try to find local resources to help me navigate you said it best, honey, and the hypocrisy of what I'm about to say right now because I was going to encourage Sophia to go to Facebook <laughs> And I'm not making light of the subject, but I really do think that there are genuine um, resources that you can go to and that might be willing to help you. Because as you said, I was thinking to myself, an immigration lawyer is the first person that you need to call and whether, and I know that it's expensive, but I do believe that there are resources that you can find online, especially now, you know, I, I agree with honey. You can't keep living your life like this when you get in your car, when you go to your job, you know, I mean, that, that is an undercurrent that is unhealthy for you and it's not going to help you grow. You know what I mean? So I think we need to take the first step in finding out how you can become a citizen and, and, and do it in the right way, you know, and let somebody know your story, you know, because you're not alone is the other thing. Mm -mm. There are so many people that have been in your situation, but I think that the beautiful thing about what you're doing is you're taking the first step and asking for help. You're asking for that advice. The food industry, I will tell you, it's a very rough and tough, grueling industry. I mean, the fact that you went to culinary school, I think is remarkable, but as far as getting ahead, you will need to get that documentation in order to be paid sure. what you should deserve, what, what you deserve too, because you don't want people to take advantage of you. Uh, but you know what? Can I just jump in really quick? I know a lot of immigrants, a lot of undocumented Latinos who 
who own businesses. You know, there are ways, you know, to get taxpayer ID number, you know, also you can get with an accountant or somebody that does corporations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you could start your own catering business, get yourself a taxpayer ID number, start paying your taxes, you know, absolutely. And let them see that you want to be a citizen and that you are doing the right things. And then that way you have a trail, you have a paper trail that you can provide and say, since X date, I have Mm -hmm. been paying my taxes. And, you know, I feel like that will be the best thing for you. That would be Um, a great step. I think, you know, form a corporation, you know, get, get with somebody that this is what they do for a living, you know, that work with Latinos, you know, if you're in New York, you know, my, my older sister, she has a business it's called account tax solutions. Mm-hmm. And if you're in New York, you could definitely reach out to her. You know, she will help you form a corporation, get a taxpayer ID number, and she will, you know, guide you. Her name is yeah. Orphe and, you know, um, account tax solutions. You can Google it. She's in long Island and she has a huge Latino clientele. You know, and she tells me, she's like, oh, my Latino client, you know, this one has a half a million dollar, you know, marble business. And this one has a million dollar home health care business. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, immigrants, Latinos, they're making so much money. And she's guiding them and she's showing them the ropes. And not all of them are legal citizens, but they are making money. So there is ways that you can, you know, fix what it is that's bothering you. Well, I know that Sophia, you feel stuck and that's the hardest part for me, like in reading this, because I've been there where you feel like you're just, you've plateaued, like there's nothing else you can do, but there is still room for you to move. And we want you to reach out to the right resources, to the right people. Hopefully you can reach out to Honey's sister. She might be able to get you started on the right path. And I just, I, I really do believe that this isn't the end for you. I really think this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And I think that if you change your outlook, because it is, it can be very daunting. And, you know, I think that we, we're afraid when you don't know about something or don't know how to navigate through a situation, you get very afraid, but don't let that cripple you do what you need to do to get that information, to get it started. And you're going to find that once, once you get started on the path, you take the first step, then the second step, and then you're really going to find your way. So Sophia, thank you so much for writing into us and for trusting us with your issue. I wish personally that I could help you more. Uh, I wish that I knew more about this situation, but I think that honey set you up on the right yeah, path. Yeah, man, if you reach out, you know, DM me, leave me a comment. I see the comments and I'll mm-hmm. plug it up with my sister and she'll help you, you know, get the ball rolling as far as how you can start being a taxpayer and how you can maybe even start establishing your citizenship because she also helps with, you know, immigration issues. So look, Sophia, you actually wrote into the right people. We must be right. able to help you get this in order. So just hit me on I am Honey German on Instagram and I can help you navigate this a little bit as much as I can. And send me food pics at the real Carolina. There you go. <laughs> send food. I love it, guys. You can reach us at any time at LI Spanglish. Thank you so, so much for listening. We just love it when we get together with you guys. And you can always send us your questions, your comments, your feedback at LI Spanglish. Um, and like I said, I'm at the real Carolina. Honey is at I am Honey German. And we just love you. Hit us up. Sophia, hit me up. I got you, girl. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network.
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances, whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.